Joining us on the phone this morning, I brought this up, teased it, talked about it, posted it on Facebook, Judge Joe McGraw, he is jumping in uh, to give us a hand here in the 17th Congressional District of Illinois and is uh, putting a run for it. Uh, Good morning, Judge. Good morning, Tom. Certainly appreciate spending time with us this morning. Thanks so much, and thanks for giving me an opportunity to visit with you and your listeners. And let's see, yeah, we'll find out more about uh, this 17th Congressional District race you're getting into. Um, let's uh, let everybody know a little bit about Judge Joe and uh, just a short history, and then we'll uh, get to some uh, some topics here. Sure, thanks, Tom. Well, I'm a lifelong Illinoisan, and uh, after uh, law school, I became a prosecutor, uh, protecting the rights of victims, and then I was a private attorney, and then I was a judge, uh, presiding judge of the criminal division and the chief judge for quite a number of years. Uh, retired in July after 21 and a half years, and, and before that, I formed a special court for gun crimes, and I also had a special court for human trafficking with wraparound services for survivors. And uh, I saw what was happening at our border and our communities because of what was going on in Washington. And I got five kids and are all grown and two grandkids. And my wife and I decided to get in the fight for them. Wow, absolutely. Now, um, let's see, uh, you a circuit judge or were you on one specific county seat? Uh, I was a circuit judge, which meant that I presided over a couple of counties and then I was the presiding judge of the criminal division. Uh, we had about total, I think, 24 total judges in, in the circuit. And then I was chief judge of the entire, uh, of all the chief judges throughout the state of Illinois for a number of years and spoke for them and uh, on behalf of the court system and interacted with the Supreme Court and other uh, administrative bodies. Now, uh, when we were talking off the air, uh, you'd mentioned that some of your friends said, hey, okay, so when are you going to retire in Florida? And you said, well, that's not happening. Yeah, that, uh, they thought I was a little crazy, but I said, I'm sticking around uh, on a day like today with snow and ice coming down. And <laughs> they're, pro- they're probably questioning my sanity, but I said, no, uh, I'm going to stick around and fight the fight of the 17th Congressional District here in Illinois because I've lived here, I've grown up here. Uh, our kids have been raised here, and we see the effects firsthand of uh, Biden's uh, deplorable open border policies and how Eric Sorensen has rubber-stamped everything he's done, and we want to stop that in its tracks, fight back, and restore this uh, district and this country to the kind of country that I grew up in, where our rights were secure and our streets were safe and we had a chance to be prosperous and secure the American dream. And, uh, okay, so uh, you, you declared you're, you're going to uh, uh, run uh, for a 17th Congressional District. Um, when did that mm-hmm. actually ha- What's the date that actually happened? When, when did your whole uh, run start? We uh, launched our campaign on October 3rd of okay. last year, and since then we've been crisscrossing the district and uh, meeting so many people who are ready for change time. And um, as you've been uh, uh, going along since October 3rd, uh, you just uh, picked up a huge uh, law enforcement coalition and endorsement also. That's correct. Uh, On uh, Tuesday, we rolled out our law enforcement uh, coalition. Uh, There are 
parts of 14 counties in the uh, far-flung 17th Congressional District, and we have 11 of uh, the 14 sheriffs so far that are, uh, came out and endorsed me, and they're part of not just an endorsement, Tom, but uh, actual working group uh, where we can uh, solve problems together and I can hear from them on what they need and find out what kind of impediments the federal government has placed in their way, which prevents them from doing their jobs and keeping our cities and communities and towns safe. Wow. Fantastic. And of course, um, I had this conversation uh, with um, Illinois representatives and senators and yesterday with uh, House Republican leader. Uh, we, we got to talking about the border and, and I told Tony, I said, well, I don't mind people coming here from, you know, seeking, a, you know, a better life uh, in, um, uh, f- for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Um, the, the other uh, portion of that is I want them to come here legally, you know, um, sure. come in like uh, my grandparents did and a lot of other people's family yeah. members. But uh, that's kind of been uh, pushed to the side. It, it totally has. Um, and, you know, lest anyone misunderstand where I'm coming from, my mother came here as an immigrant from Italy, followed the rules and uh, really realized the American dream for herself serving in the military and getting a college degree on the GI Bill. And um, she was an amazing woman. And so America is full of opportunity, but uh, we have to secure the borders to make sure that those who are truly asylum seekers are properly vetted and then considered for, uh, you know, to be allowed into the U.S. That's totally been, you know, the door has been blown off the hinges Every day, huge, huge waves of migrants come across with no vetting and uh, some very dubious uh, intentions. Well, you're uh, close up there to uh, the, the Wisconsin border. I won't say exactly where, but also close enough to Chicago. And uh, with, um, you know, uh, the flow uh, that is now, well, every, you know, state and hopefully not every community has become a, uh, a border issue, but now it's, it's starting to even move uh, right to, uh, close to where you are, and uh, it, it just—it's not. I wouldn't even consider it overflow. No, it's uh, you know they're they're, they're everywhere. Um, some by design, and some just through the lack of the federal government having any plan uh, to keep track of these individuals. Of course, we've, we've seen the huge spike in fentanyl deaths in the last couple of years when I was on the bench, and crimes committed by uh, aliens against Americans, and then the human trafficking aspect I'm familiar with because I had a human trafficking courtroom. Mm-hmm. And so uh, almost every community has been affected directly or indirectly because it puts a strain on everything from health care to child, uh, grade school to you know social services, and it's a burden that we cannot bear uh, in its current configuration. The people are not being vetted, and some are here to do us ill. I, um, you know, I, I kind of toyed with it, but that was about it. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know what you're getting into when you go to Washington, D.C. I always call it the spin cycle. This is, you know, you can just get into so much going on there uh, and you don't sound like a, a individual that is going to get hung up and and caught in the conveyor belt out there 
No, um, I hope not. I don't think I will. You see, I I retired. I uh, had a great career and a great life, and I'm doing this because I feel called mm-hmm. to do it. My wife and I prayed about it and felt called to do it, oh. and we're doing it to serve the constituents in the 17th Congressional District, and we want to bring the hardworking values of the 17th District to Washington and not the other way around. So, um uh, prior to uh, October 30, you probably had a heck of a conversation with uh, not only your friends who thought you were going to Florida, but the family. What was their initial reaction? Well, um, my initial reaction was I'm not going to do it because, uh, you know, I just didn't, just didn't feel called to do it at the time. But after prayer and conversation with friends and family, um, those each of us uh, came to the same conclusion that it was the right time for me to do this, and I was the right person to do it because of my experience and background and maturity and deliberative decision-making skills I learned on the bench Mm -hmm. and my conviction to uphold the Constitution and to uh, protect uh, citizens in the community. And so everyone has uh, kind of come together. We're all of one mind, and uh, it's... uh, it's a great, great undertaking, but I've received so much support and encouragement along the way. Uh, so I'm buoyed up by their encouragement and mm-hmm. prayers. And uh, every day I'm meeting folks who are ready for a change. So um, you've probably been uh, making your way uh, around the district. Uh, do you have any uh, specific uh, locations and dates coming up? Well, we're going to be in Peoria Thursday. Uh, the district is... Um, well, let's just say that it's irregularly shaped, and if there was a if there was a, a picture in a, in a dictionary that defined gerrymandering, the 17th congressional district would be an illustration of that point. Uh, uh, it goes from uh, Rockford on the east, uh, northeast of uh, Illinois, to Rock Island on the uh, northwest, and down the Mississippi uh, to uh, Peoria area, and across to Bloomington, and. Uh, so, as I said, it's parts of 14 counties. So, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, I'll be formally endorsed uh, Thursday evening by Congressman Darren LaHood. Mm-hmm. He is the congressman in the 16th Congressional District, and he is one of the good friends and people who encouraged me to run, and he's been helping me each step of the way because our districts are completely interlocked. Absolutely. Um, you know, a, a lot of people uh, have been... Uh, uh, I don't want to throw you a curveball here, but a lot of people have uh, been throwing out the call for term limits. How do you feel about that? You know, um, it's easy for me to say I'm for it because, you know, I don't plan on making a career out of Congress. I right. already have one. <laughs> but uh, but just looking at the merits of the idea, um, everything is based on seniority. Uh, all the assignments in Congress and the Senate are all based on seniority. So I'm not sure how that would uh, mesh with term limits. Um, we have to have some other system for selecting and promoting and uh, qualified people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in part, um, individuals who are ill-equipped or not committed to the, to the mission, to the vision of serving their constituents, mm-hmm. uh, are, every two years there's an opportunity to limit their term by going to the ballot box. Uh, there is a congressional representative. So, to, to, you know, it's kind of a one-size-fits-all approach, and I don't know if it's the wisest approach. 
I, I kind of like you know um, exercise the ballot box. I I, I really like yeah. that one. It's you know it's uh, it, like well like they say uh, you know there there are consequences out there, and every uh, time a polling day comes up, that's your opportunity to make the change. Yeah, I think it's important, and you know obviously we're. Uh, all about educating the voters, and but we also are all about hearing from them. What are their mm. concerns to make sure we can do a good job representing them? And then uh, come the first Tuesday in November, they're going to have an opportunity to limit Eric Sorensen's to a one term. Mm. And, and well, of course, you've been out in some communities. Uh, uh, what are some of the uh, concerns that uh, you've heard from uh, some people out there? The, the, Tom, the concerns fall into two main categories. Uh, uh, Public safety is uh, on everyone's mind. No one feels as safe. They've seen how law enforcement has been marginalized and disrespected, mm. and uh, the morale is down, and people don't feel as safe in their communities. The news is full of stories everywhere, every night, about uh, violence due to, you know, in part liberal policies by the Democratic administration here in Illinois. So that's the first thing on their mind. They want to be safe in their homes and have their family and kids safe. The other thing, uh, which is in tandem with it, is the economy. Um, it costs uh, $11,000 more to uh, get the exact same goods and services that a family of four would have gotten uh, a year ago. And unless you got an $11,000 raise, you took an $11,000 pay cut. And this is a situation that everybody is acutely aware of every time they go to the grocery store, every time they go to the gas pump. And for so many uh, young families, they're uh, caught in the renter's trap. They want to buy a home, but uh, interest rates are so high, they simply can't do it. Right. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's all, it's all failed economic policy. It's inflationary spending, and now we're reaping the whirlwind. Well, I'm sure um, you have a, a great staff working with you that uh, keeps up with uh, a website, probably. Oh, sure. And uh, yeah, we've got a web website, uh, judgejoeforcongress.com. dot com, mm -hmm. and uh, we're also on social media is Judge Joe McGraw, both Twitter and Facebook, and we try and post on there regularly to let people know what we're doing and where we're going. Wow. Then um, I, I suspect, I, I know you've been out and uh, making contact with uh, uh, the folks of the 17th Congressional District, but I, I bet when the um, weather gets a little bit improved, uh, you're going to be off like a rocket. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to be doing everything, uh, meeting the folks. Uh, I, I plan to ride my motorcycle uh, all around the district, you know, and meet people that way. Uh, we... Uh, just have such a tremendous groundswell of, you know, law enforcement, uh, you know, conservatives, patriots. Um, I could just can't wait to uh, uh, go to them and meet them and let them hear from me and let them form their own conclusions. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you, you said motorcycle, and uh, that right there probably says, oh, that's my guy. I'm, I'm the, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's part of being free, I guess, you know, <laughs> part of uh, being an individual. And, you know, I think uh, uh, the, one of the cornerstones in America has always been freedom. And, mm. you know, with Biden's policies, uh, our freedoms are being eroded. And Eric Sorensen is rubber stamped mm. what Biden and Pelosi have done every step of the way. And now he's going to have a voting record he won't be able to defend. And I'm going to be 
uh, at every opportunity, reminding him of it and stuffing it down his throat. Right. Well, um, look forward to, uh, you know, uh, when you get to the uh, Whiteside County area and, and uh, Carroll County and uh, a few of the counties around here and hopefully uh, run into you one of these days. Not on your bike, though. <laughs> well, Tom, that would be awesome. Uh, I'd love to meet you. You bet. Well, certainly uh, appreciate your time this morning, uh, Judge Joe McGraw, uh, running for Illinois 17th Congressional District. And uh, we'll uh, uh, look forward to uh, future information and uh, anybody who uh, wants to keep up with uh, what you're up to or where you might be and find out more about you. They can always uh, go to your websites and uh, keep track. You bet. Judge Joe for Congress.com and Judge Joe McGraw on social media. And I look forward to talking with you again in the future, Tom. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you, sir.